What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Been Questing. My name is Karen, and I was just asked a very hard question. What's up, everybody? My name is Noctis Swift River, and we are about to go out on the town with our best friend. So, Sheen, we're about to get some answers. We might get arrested, but we'll see what happens. I'm Paramar, and I'm looking forward to scaring more college students today. I'm Winmay, and I'm also trying to figure out an answer to this question. And I'm Evan, the Dungeon Master. Uh, so when last we left our heroes, um, they'd split up. Uh, first of all, they rolled into town, into Stones Pass. Uh, the very first thing they did was they dropped, off, they dropped off a criminal at the police, and they admitted to murdering all of the criminal's friends. Um, and the guard... Uh, decided to keep an eye on the group for a little bit while they did some investigating of their own. Um, and they, you guys uh, made friends with a very fun guard whose name was Brand. 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 Well, cut out the part where I acted like I didn't know what it was. Whose name was Brand. <laughs> and uh then um after meeting him and making fun of him and making him out to look like a fool in some in front of some of his friends uh you guys headed toward the university of stones pass the queen's university at stones pass um which was your main um rendezvous there you split into two groups oshin and noctis no paramar oh yeah it was all three of you paramar oshin and noctis or did oshin that did on? what that hung out with uh brand just paramore and noctis oh, just paramore, yeah paramore and noctis then <laughs> decided to take brandy drunk and see what he had to say um and meanwhile karen um Oshin, and winmay went into the library to learn a little bit of information about a certain mr Ford. um and that is where we are now and i believe we will start with noctis and paramore are we are we close to? I know we're near a college town, uh, or I guess we're in a college town because we're we just left the college. We took the cart with us. Are we near like a bar, like a tavern or a pub? Yeah, sure. I'm sure you are. You definitely are within walking distance of a pub. You can find a good bar woman named Linda. See what see what she has. <laughs> let's do it. Let's go to you. You you cool with that, Paramar? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go to a bar. Uh, so you guys grab Brand and you walk down the street and quickly duck into Queen's Pass's equivalent of He's Not, ask for a couple of pints. and uh, Is it pint night? Yeah, it's pint <laughs> night. You get a free wooden flagon. Um, <laughs> uh, you sit down to have a couple of beers. I'll turn to Brand and say, what are you having tonight? Uh... <laughs> when you say this, he seems to be a little like not like this is the first beer he's ever had, but he doesn't look like a guy that drinks in excess too much. Um, so he just looks at you and he's just like, uh, "Ale, just just ale." I mean, Do I you have a. He said, "Ale, please." Is it a blonde? Is it a amber? You like porters, IPAs? <laughs> you can tell immediately that he's making something up. Just like, yeah, it's a blonde. Uh, do we all like blondes, right, buddy? Right, Paramore? <laughs> right. <laughs> when you went to the bar, there was not a blonde on tap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, Brand, you look like a guy who is very trustworthy, and you look like you... You look like you, you, you get on the good side of all of your uh, superiors. Am I wrong? Well, he's sort of like, he like bucks his shoulders back a little bit. Um, you know, I do what I can. I, I have to say most, most, most on the force like me. You must have some great drinking stories then. Huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because all the guys totally take me out when they go to drink. <laughs> how much can you, how, what's the most you've ever had? What, oh, have you ever been? I mean... I've been pretty drunk. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah, probably like, would you believe 
four? Would you believe four bugs? Would I believe four? I'll pretend like I believe four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he's like, he's definitely trying to play off four. Like, is that, that's a normal, is that a lot? Of, that's a lot of beer, right? I like that's respect. And I raise my glass. Respectable, right, Paramore? That's a lot of mugs. <laughs> You're also like, how tall did you say you were? Six, eight? I'm pretty big. Uh, let me see. <laughs> Uh, I think you said 6'6", six, because six, I'm 6'5". Six, um, description, 6'6", uh, six, six, yeah. So you're this big, jacked half-orc. So you have, like, the orc blood running through your um, veins, which is already, like, thicker and, like, takes longer to get drunk. So, like, the idea that this guy, the most he's ever drank is four, is, like, legitimately laughable. <laughs> and me growing up in, in like, orc land... I've yeah. had my fair share of drinking. And <laughs> I'll go, so here, tell you what. You seem like a guy who's, who's a lot of fun. Let's have a drinking contest. Okay. See who can, who, like, who can finish their full cup of blonde ale the fastest. He's halfway through his um, drink already, so he, like, thinks he's got you, and he's, like, and he's already starting to feel it a little bit, and he's like, <laughs> let's go. And you guys – you guys clink your glasses, slam them down, and throw them back. Well, let's do let's do a roll off. Can Paramar drink with us? <laughs> you want to do this with us, buddy? Yeah, I'll do it. Any part of this? Well? All right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I want to make this a roll, like luck, or if I want to add like a skill into this. <laughs> constitution. <laughs> oh, that's great. We'll do constitution. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> constitution to see who where who, i get a zero bonus <laughs> so right, just straight up constitution straight up constitution let's see who wins Knox is about to choke on his beer <laughs> <laughs> natural one <laughs> i got a 21 <laughs> so knock so you you like the three of you like slam the beer mugs together, slam them on the ground, and as you go to throw it back, you like somehow you miss your face and just throw it over your shoulder, <laughs> gulping it back. And he like thinks he's got you, and he turns to Paramar, and Paramar's done and just sitting there like. <laughs> and uh, he looks at you, and he's like, he like he just immediately stands up. And goes, Another round. Uh, <laughs> I will cut yes. We'll cut to uh, the other three inside of the library. So uh, why are we looking for Ford? Um... Plain and simple. He tried to kill us. He tried to kill you. Um, I mean, she sort of like glosses back over in her like friendly um librarian way that she had earlier and she's like i mean uh, tried to kill you i mean ford was just a professor here a couple of years ago um what do you mean he tried to kill you well him and his henchmen came into a bar that we happened to all be in successfully did kill one person and then brutally maimed another person and put them bedridden we almost got into an entanglement with them but they we we knew that we were kind of outmatched, to be quite honest. So, but he very well could have killed anyone in that room and was dead set on doing whatever he could to get the information he needed. Okay. Roll uh, persuasion. 12. Um, she looks at you for a second and she's like, her facade breaks and she says, if we're going to talk about this, can we at least go into an, another room? Absolutely. Uh, she turns and leads you guys into like a small study room off the side that has like just a bare, um, you know, a couple of stick chairs um, and a small wooden table. Uh, and you guys all take seats. Um, and she says, look, I, I don't think you guys should be snooping around about Ford. Okay. Um, it's no secret that he left the college in disgrace, but, um, and there's plenty of rumors going around about what he's doing now, but, uh, I just really don't think it would behoove you guys to be sniffing around in here too much. Don't well, can we at least ask what was his, what was the disgraced act that he did that got him kicked out? Well, Professor Ford was an archaeologist, um, long-standing archaeologist, very, um, or excuse me, from a long-standing family of um, intellectuals. 
he was a pretty bright young star in the uh, field. And he, well, um, as we all do, he had his own research projects, um, but he, came, he became obsessed with the idea that there were um, these ancient relics, um, basically that, you know, there were pieces of um, history that existed um, from antiquity. Um, and he became, he became basically obsessed with finding them all. Um, and he, you know, for a while it was fine. It was just part of his research project. He was going to find these, um, he was writing a book, um, and he was going to find all of these, um, ancient history pieces and donate them to the museum. Um, and people were pretty on board with it, but, you know, it, it turned dark, uh, after a, f a few years. Um, there was a rumor that he found the first one, um, but when um, he started, he changed. Um, I believe that he found the first one because he, he sort of changed. He became um, weird and he became uh, less emotional. He became power hungry. Um, suddenly he wanted all of them and he wanted them now. Um, Would you say he became cold? Um, yeah, I mean, he was certainly standoffish and not, uh, you know, not the warmest guy you've ever met. Um, but then, you know, everything took a turn for the worse when he learned that a student's father had found one of the relics. Um, and at first, he just tried to buy the relic. Um, but, he, I mean, he, even as a well-paid professor he wasn't making enough money to buy what would have in theory been like an uh, you know an invaluable priceless piece. item exactly exactly um and so you know i mean it's all rumor but basically what happened is the student and his father were murdered um and the item was found missing i mean he claimed he didn't do it but it wasn't good timing um, and the university had, hadn't been very happy with the way that he had been handling or how happy with his behavior recently and the way that he had been reacting to having the um, items. And they, even though they never outright blamed it on him, they decided to use it to fire him. Um, and that's the end of Ford as the professor. Um, you know, whether or not that's true, I don't know. Uh, there's been plenty of other rumors about where he's been up to now. So how many of these relics are there? Well, I mean, this wasn't my field of research. I'm an abrologist. But um, when I would hear, hear him talk, he always talked about the five. So I assume there were five. Apparently, you know, if we believe the rumors, he has two of them or more. What happens to the first? Do you, I know, you, like I said, you said you might not know him too much, but what is supposedly happens when you have all five well according to the you know history but whether or not this is true i don't know but every item has a different serves a different purpose um for example the one that ford found originally was um a staff um and you know there i don't know all of them to be totally honest with you um, I know that there are a pair of boots. I know there is um, a bag. I know there is a wand. And I can't remember the fifth one. Uh, maybe it's a sword or something like that, to be honest. I'm not sure. But uh, the legend is that if you have all of the items, you would be able to basically fight a god. And if you beat a god, then you could take its divine heart and become a god. And on that, we'll switch back to Brand and uh, the two drinkers. Um, so you guys order another round. You want to keep drinking off? Yeah. Wait, David. I, I 
I appreciate the tonal shift between the two groups. (laughs) (laughs) One is talking about becoming an ascending God. The other are two little shits drinking. (laughs) I'm going to use this time to grab a beer. Go for it. (laughs) I have my hideous laughter joke that I'm going to eventually cast. (laughs) That's a lot of mugs. So I guess as an aside in our little room, um, he was floating around that little tavern, so he might have the boots. Did he have a staff? I thought he had a staff, but maybe not. I didn't write down staff. I think he did have a staff. Okay. So, you guys going to continue the drinking competition? Why don't we do some shots? Yeah. Um, so the barmaid brings over three uh, mugs, more mugs, three more steins of uh, ale because that's what Brand just ordered. And he flicks a couple pieces of copper at her. Um, but you guys can definitely do shots too. I'm going to thank him for paying. I'm going to say, I really appreciate you paying for that rim. Uh, it's very appreciated. You're he a looks, good guy. He looks at you and he's not drunk by any means, but you can tell that he's like, you know that like, that point right before you like realize that you're drunk where everything's just like feels good and warm. You're in your happy place. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. right there. He's about, he's about to realize, Oh, I'm drunk, but he's not there. He's not quite there yet. <sighs> All right. You guys want to drink off again? Yeah. Let's do another drink off. No natural one, please. Better. I'll cheers you for real. I got a twenty-two. Holy crap, bro! <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, I got an eleven. Clink, clink. Um, again, you lose to Brand Noctis. You you've been talking of the big game, and he throwing him back. It almost looks like you're losing on purpose, as if maybe to monitor your drinking. And right. And Paramar, on the other hand, doesn't give a shit. He's like not, he's not drunk at all. Like this is drinking water basically. And, um, but he still beats Brand. Uh, Brand is excited again to beat you. Knocked again, looks over and Paramar's already done. Um, throwing back his ale. Um, and he starts, he starts swaying a little bit and he's like, did you say something about shots? Yeah. Frank, you sound fun. He stands I mean, they're going to jail anyways. Might as well get drunk. And he says, shots in this corner. And he's like, this is so much fun. Do people do this all the time in the middle of the day? Constantly. <laughs> do you mind going and picking those up for us? Or are you going to stick? Or is she, she going to bring it here or is she picking them up? He's like, great idea. And he just takes off running to the bar. I'm going to look at Paramount. I'm like, what's our goal here again? <laughs> Do we want to just have fun, or do you think we should try and get some info out of him? I would love to. That's why I brought him here. I'm trying to get him drunk so he's a little, you know, malleable. Well, we probably need to, like, time it right, because I feel like our window is going to open and close really fast. Uh, I feel like it's starting to close. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He comes running back with three little wooden shot glasses um, and a big bottle of something. You can't. It doesn't really have a label. It has like a brand like pressed, like raised into the glass, but um, uh, you, you don't look at it in enough time as he pops the cork and just pours three glasses. And he's like, let's go down the hatch, fellas. Wow, eager. Uh, I'm going to pull up the shot glass. I'm going to be like, I'm going to pose a question to him and say like, hey, um, you know, you seem like you get along with everybody. Like, would your, like who's your boss again? Like, would your boss come? Like, who's your boss? Who's his my name? Boss? His or her name? You you don't remember meeting meeting the boss? Uh, it's vaguely in my head, but I have a bad memory. You know, I'm feeling a little drunk. You know, <laughs> uh, weird. I'm not feeling anything. Uh-huh. Captain Wood. Everybody met him. You, he's the one that assigned me to you. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Uh-huh. Well, to be totally honest, I don't think he said his name, but uh, you did meet him. You know, big strong guy. You go drinking all the time and uh he's cool dude what's he like um well i've definitely had more than three conversations with him and he's very um he's very strong build uh and he's a smart dude um but he 
you know, his probably his best attribute is that he doesn't just jump to conclusions. He's very, uh, he thinks things through, you know, which you don't really expect from just a captain, you know, a local precinct captain. Hmm. Interesting. Now shut your yammer up and let's start throwing these back. <laughs> right. Do I have to do another constitution? Yeah. Now you're good. You just start throwing shots back. Well, you guys will start to become drunk now. Okay. Okay. In only like a couple of minutes, you're going to start feeling it. Maybe Paramar to, to a less degree. Um, if any of you guys were dwarves, you'd be fine. But, um, so since I, since I, since the first one missed my mouth, <laughs> am I, am I as drunk? We're going to say you drank it. Yeah, okay. All right. It's fair. <laughs> I did roll a natural one, so it's fair. Exactly. <laughs> you still somehow simultaneously drunk, drunk it. And, uh, I, I absorbed it. <laughs> he had, it's been a while since he drank, so his constitution wasn't up. Okay. He's got contact drunk. Yeah. Uh, before I get too crazy, I'm going to point my finger at Hermar under the table, and I'm going to cast message. Um, so it's only Hermar can hear what I'm saying, and he can reply uh, in a whisper that only I can hear. Uh, so I'm gonna say, do we have any questions to ask him before that we lose we lose him for the night? Do you think that there's anything like? <sighs> I don't know how much he knows because he he seems like a pretty clueless grunt. Yeah, I think that we can maybe try and convince him that, or we can get him to believe or get him to say when we get back that he got information out of us. And then that information turns out to vindicate us or something of the manner. I guess we can't say anything. We're trying to get something that can help kind of shift some blame. on. I was thinking like he doesn't know anything, but what we could do is he is obviously eager to prove himself. And so if we give him, if we make him think that he's learning information that could kind of be a smoking gun against us, but it really be something that he says that clears our name. Can you take point on that? I don't really know what that information <laughs> would be. <laughs> uh, we could ask him about like putting in a good word for us with the boss. Sure, let's let's do it. We've had a good time. On on that note, before you get a chance to do that, we'll jump back to uh, the three in the library. Now, one quick thing: it, does does Paramar have a hood up? Probably. I mean, I would assume he didn't just walk into a. Yeah, place I was about to say. I thought maybe some other people might react. Still, and I, I still think it'd be pretty easy to, to discern that he's in a half orc. Uh, yeah, probably. But he didn't walk to the bar like. You know, you guys at this point, you're pretty smart about making sure Paramar doesn't get into too much trouble here. So what do you what do you have to say to the librarian? Who's a professor of herbology as well. I made that up. <laughs> Is there okay. any way to stop him? Is there any way to stop Ford? I mean, right now, sir, sure. I mean, he's he's powerful, yeah. But, I mean, he's immortal like you and me. If he gets all five and... If he confronts a god and he wins, then there'll be no way to stop him. I mean, he'll be a god. He'll be immortal. How you know he ha- he will have the god killing weapons and he will be a god. I'm assuming he does not want to do good things with that power. I mean, look, I don't know. <sighs> to be honest, I don't really know what he wants to do with that power. My personal view is that the gods have been alive for millions of years and they have a sense of uh they have a sense of the way the world works they've made their mistakes sure but they have the sense of the way the world works that the rest of us can't possibly even comprehend and i think no matter what a mortal does if a mortal is a god they're going to do something short-sighted is there anybody who would be willing to help us here at stones pass Hmm. Well, you know, now that you mention it, he did 
do a lot of research with another professor. Um, his name is Professor Torvald, and he was another archaeology professor. Um, you know, technically, Torvald is still a member of the university, um, but he doesn't show up too too much. Um, he sits on in on the ran, on the you know class here and there. Uh, he was pretty torn up when he lost his his best friend, um, and I don't know if he's fully recovered from it. He does live on the edge of town, um, still within the walls, uh, but you know a good you know a good ride away from here. Uh, he doesn't want to be too close to the university. I think it reminds. Have you been him. seen recently? Yeah, I mean, I saw him about a month ago or so, probably. I mean, he's around town, but he doesn't come to the university very often. He wouldn't by any chance visit Greenfeather, would he? Is it? I mean, I don't know. Maybe if he's got family or some reason to. I mean, my my so far my reading of him is he he can't bring himself to leave where the university is because it's the only thing he has left of Ford. But he also can't be too close to it because it tears him up. Why do you ask about Greenfeather? Well. The reason we encountered Ford is that he found someone in the bar that we were staying in and asked him, where is it? And thought he might be this professor. We didn't get a name of this person, so. Was the man a little short dwarf? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Or, I don't know. Just I didn't get a good enough look at him to know. Let me see if you guys would have any sort of knowledge about the figure that was kidnapped it's possible why doesn't somebody roll a history check or you can all roll a history check see if you remember 11 uh 15 Ooh, 22 22 win may uh the the two of you Definitely don't remember. Uh, you just remember a guy being dragged out. Winmay, let's see what you remember. Um, you remember a shorter, what looks to be uh, a shorter, what you at least remember as being a shorter human. But when you think back on what he looked like, it's even though you're pretty sure you, you, you like remember, when you like try to like picture the face, if you find it very difficult to picture the specific face. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really remember what he looked like specifically, but just so we're all on the same page. He says, uh, well, I can give you directions to old Torvald's house if you want to say hey. Yes, please. I guess my, I have two more quick questions. Have you ever heard of a, a little old man named Grimes? Old man named Grimes? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's not important. <laughs> um, my, my last thing is, since you are a professor of herbs, do you have any potions you think that we could, we could borrow slash have? <laughs> you want me to make you healing potions? Yes, please. <laughs> um, she, sit, she looks around and she says, you know, yeah, of course I can do that. I'm a fucking herbologist. But um, I'll need a little, I mean, these are some expensive plants that I've been cultivating for a while. And then I'll also need to make sure, you know, I also need to make sure the chemist, uh, can, you know, can help me out. I'm not like, you know, that skilled in the potion making part of it. I'm just skilled in getting the herbs and, you know, that type of preparation. Uh, but sure. She's like following me back to my um, office. So she, she like walks you guys back to the aisles to her office. And she opens the door and you walk in and you just see like plants and like different vials of dried leaves and everything. And she grabs a couple of stuff and then um, she like stops for a second and walks over to another part of the room and she grabs like three little vials and she hands you um, Healing potions. Let's see what are they called, so that you can look them up and see how to use them. Um, I think they're called. I think the way it's termed in D and D is potion of healing. 
Yep. Potion. You, she gives you three potions of healing, and she says, oh, I was going to charge you guys, but you guys seem like you're about to do something really stupid, and I don't think you're going to make it through, so it's really just brutal for me to even uh, charge you. Well, for your trouble, I hand her five of the 15 gold pieces that I found from... Like, she's like, oh my god, thank you so much. Five gold? Yeah, why not? <laughs> These things are only worth a couple of copper. <laughs> well, like, wow, I, I'm honored. You know, you, maybe you guys are better people than I thought. <laughs> Don't speak too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> we have not proven that yet. <laughs> you, guys, you, guys, you guys head back to the door. Or do you guys want to say anything else? Wait, do we want to grab the book? Because since we're since you're feeling so generous, can we grab that book from you that you're taking out of circulation? I mean, if we're dead anyways, if he kills us, that book goes away, so. He's like, hmm. She says, uh, yeah, I guess she caught me. She hands the book and she says, here. Thank you. Good, because I was about to beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go meet you back up. Where the, where the heck are Paramar and Noctis? You guys head back to the door. Uh, we will cut back to Paramar and Noctis. Uh, before we start here, I, I want you guys to roll. Well, first, I want every I want the two of you to roll constitution checks to see if you're drunk. I um, rolled an eight. Is it just straight constitution? Yeah. What's your uh, nine, 19. Paramar, you're drunk, but Noctis, you're feeling pretty good. So <laughs> maybe, maybe all those competitions wasn't the best for you. Um, and then I need you guys to roll me um, perception checks. Noctis, yours is regular, but Paramar, yours is with disadvantage. Okay, what does disadvantage do? Roll two dice and take the lower one. Got it. I got a 15. On your lower one? Yeah, I got a 12 and a 20. Wow. Paramar, you see in like uh, you clock like a weird, you don't think that much about it, but you do clock like a weird looking dude walking in the bar um, who looks like got his hood up kind of like you um, just goes and sits over by the bar and you just sort of have your eye on him. Okay. Um, all right. Whatever you guys are going to do now. And I don't notice this at all. So I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing. Yep. And I'll go ahead and tell you right now, our, our fellow is j- drunk here. He did not notice it. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> uh, so since he's drunk and I would be a bad rogue, let's see. You know what? No, he's been nice. He, he, he's been fine. I'm not going to do that to him. Never mind. Uh, you like pick his pockets or something? I was going to, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose not to. Uh, I think we're done here. What do you think, Paramar? You know, Brand, we've had a really good time together today. I'd really appreciate it if you put in a, a, a good word in our favor to your supervisor. Especially since we're just law-abiding citizens here. Yeah, look, it's, and this shows that a half-orc and a human can come together, have a drink. Have a drink. Live in, live in the harmony. Um, roll, Paramar, roll uh, persuasion with advantage. Okay. He's very impressionable right now. <laughs> Uh, twelve. Yeah. So he looks at you and he says, sort of like falls on you, like does like the old like lean on your arm, and he's like, "Anything for you, old friend." I'll tell Captain Wood that you two are the greatest fellers this side of Greenfeller. I appreciate it, buddy. You do. I know you do. <sighs> Hey, Bran. Yes. No. Do, do you want to hear a joke? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to cast Hideous Laughter on Bran. So what does Hideous Laughter do? All right, hold on. Let me pull it up. First of all, what I'm going to say is I'm going to ask him, what's a rogue's favorite kind of shoe? Huh. I don't know. Sneakers. <laughs> and I'll cast hideous laughter. You stink. Uh, so basically what happens is he has to make a wisdom saving throw or uh, a 
and then if he fails, he becomes uh, incapacitated, and he'll he'll fall he'll fall over like he's like he's prone, but he'll be laughing like uncontrollably. What is your spell save DC? Spell save DC is thirteen. Okay, so he he falls over laughing. <laughs> he failed it. Yeah, he failed it. I'm gonna look up incapacitated. Okay. Oh, let me make sure I say this correctly. Yeah, creature of your choice perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into a fit of laughter. Target must succeed on the wisdom saving throw or fall prone, become incapacitated, and unable to stand up for the duration of the spell. Incapacitated is an incapacitated creature can't take actions or reactions, and an invisible, or no, a prone creature's only movement is to crawl unless it stands up. They're like in the condition. Creatures disadvantage or attack rolls. An attack roll against the creature has advantage. Okay. Um, I see that sexy ass DM screen. <laughs> right? You like that? <laughs> Official Dungeons and Dragons DM screen too. Love it. Um, I, I've, I only have used it one time this year, but it, I got to play. I don't know if I told you this. Sorry, Karen. It's going to ruin your uh, recording. Um, I got to play in person uh, with Molly, Adeline, and Abraham the other day. Oh, nice. And it was it was so much fun. That's it was a battle too that they were getting to. Okay, so you guys head toward the door. Well, you're like about to head toward the door, and he just falls on the floor, busting out laughing, rolling around as fast as much as he possibly can. Um, Paramar, since you clocked the weird dude looking coming in, um, I'm gonna have you. Uh, you're gonna get a reaction here, um, but you guys like stand up and like walk like you're about to. You're like, come on, uh, Brand. Like he's like laughing, laying in the middle of the floor, laughing. Um, the way you guys are positioned, Paramore, you're closest to the door, and then it's a laughing fit in the middle, and then Noctis is still a little bit closer to the table. And the creepy guy is going to just grab Noctis from around his neck and start, like, ripping him down like he's going to pull him back. Um, so, Noctis, you have to make a strength, a grapple check here. Um, so it's strength versus strength, but you got to roll with disadvantage because you're drunk. I'm not drunk. Oh, you're right. You're not drunk. Paramore is drunk. So you Correct. just a regular strength check. Let me pull up my Dathematoos. So I have to roll. Is it athletics or acrobatics, or is it just straight up strength? Um, it's straight up strength. Straight up strength, okay. We're going to roll off. Gonna oh, roll God. Off. This is going to go very poorly. Ah, a four. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't roll Fours. great. A four. Uh, so he just, like, grabs you and, like, puts you in, like, a chokehold. And as he's doing it, he, like, takes something, um, which you later, you, like, find out is, like, maybe, like, a piece of cloth or something, and, like, shoves it in your mouth and, like, wraps his arms around your head so you can't yell and he, or breathe. And he just starts, like, he, like, drops you and starts bringing you back. Um, but our, our friend on the floor has the, no, the ability to do no actions. But Paramar, uh, you see this happening, and so you're going to get a reaction here before he gets to move. Okay. Uh, by the way, I forgot to say this, but at the end of any turn, uh, he keeps making wisdom saving throws, and if he succeeds, then he he is he's back. You can also just drop the spell because it's concentration, right? It is concentration. Yeah. yeah. You can just you can just make the spell go away, and then he's good. Okay, then I'm gonna drop the spell. Okay, uh, Paramar. Um, can I try and out grapple this grapple man? Um, so the way it's currently laying is Noctis is in front of you and he's, this guy's got his arms around Noctis's head and he's like tucked him into his chest and he's like dragging him backwards toward the back door. How are mm-hmm. you going to go about this? Can I go around to the other, how fast is this dude moving? Can I go around to the other side and like I mean, try and block him? He's moving pretty quick, but he's still got a body in front of him. I mean, like he's still carrying a body, so he can't move like, he can't probably can't move as fast as you. Yeah, all right. I'm going to try and get between him and the back door. All right, I'm going to have you roll a, since you are drunk, and we established that, I'm going to have you roll a check here with, uh, we're going to do either athletics or acrobatics with disadvantage to see, if, to make sure you don't, like, trip. I roll athletics or acrobatics? Either one. Okay, we'll pick athletics because I'm better. I rolled a 20. 
Okay, yeah, so you just like sprint over to the door and you just like brace yourself against the door and, and do, you, do you want to say anything or anything? Uh, I want to say, I'm going to say. Help me! <laughs> I'm going to say, where do you think you're going, sir? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, we will roll initiative. Okay. Oh, wow, okay. Is it just me and Paramar? Uh, so they don't, oh, God, the other group doesn't know where we are. God dang it. <laughs> Is brand rolling too? Yeah, we got We're ready to box. We're ready to. <laughs> All right. Am I rolling everything on disadvantage for this? No, 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 no. Not for your initiative. Okay. I probably should make you, but you will. You will roll uh, some stuff with disadvantage. Yes. Okay. I rolled. Uh, I rolled a three. <laughs> I rolled a ten. I wonder if there's an intoxicated uh, state. Well, there's poisoned. We'll just take it the same as poisoned. Disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks, which is basically what I was doing anyways. Yeah. So we'll call you poisoned. Um, okay. So weirdly, Brand is going to go first. Uh, <laughs> but he's going to see you guys, and then he's just going to look, and he's going to turn and book. Ooh, oh. um, let's see. How far can he get out? He gets, like, out into the middle of the street. Oh, hey, kitty. Hold on. <laughs> he gets out into the middle of the street. And then um, the three of you guys are coming out the library doors at this, like, time. And you see Brand just, like, booking it down the street. Hey, what's going on? He just starts going. He's, like, you immediately realize he's really drunk. And he's just, like, attack, knock this, or help. That's all ass. Uh, all right, so the three of you should roll initiative now, too. Autobots. <laughs> roll out. Roll out. 18. Okay, you guys will sort of, like, factor in on this next round. I got a nine. Okay. I didn't write all these down, so send them to me in the chat like we normally do. Okay, um, so I believe that means uh, you got a 10, right? I did Not get a 10. Yeah. Yes, I got a 10. I'm going to put it in the chat right now than that so this guy's gonna go first um so basically paramar mm -hmm. um he is going what is he gonna try to do um he's gonna draw his short sword mm -hmm. and he's gonna try to like uh he's gonna try to hit you um but like hopefully move you out of the way so i'll, I'll show you how this is gonna do so he's gonna take his first attack um which is a uh, 19 to hit. Um, 21 to hit. Plus, or 21 to hit, yeah. Just and, assume that hits. Yeah, that's gonna, yeah, that hits. Um, and you take five damage. Okay. And then he's gonna swing at you again, and he's gonna, like, put something behind this one. Um, but he only gets an, he, does, he only gets an eight, so he doesn't get, he doesn't get enough on this attack. Um, to like move you out of the way. Uh, mm -hmm. Don't take any damage. Um, that is uh, Noctis' turn. Uh, so I'm still grappled, yeah? Correct. You're still grappled. Um, so what does grappled mean? Aren't we so glad I have this? If nothing else for the states. God, and I can't cast this spell because it's verbal and I can't talk. <laughs> the grappled creature's speed becomes zero. It can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. The condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. The condition also ends in a, if an effect removes the grappled creature from the reach of the grappler or grappling effect, such as when a creature is hurled away by thunder wave or something. So you are um, basically, what did it say? You are essentially... Um, your speed is zero, so like you can still basically what I'll say here is you can't like reach your weapons because he's like grabbing you, but you can like throw your weight around and try to fight against um, him and try to break out of the grapple. Yeah, uh, I mean, the really I think that's the only thing I really can do is is try yeah. and break yeah. out of the grapple. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I guess I'll do that. Um, what do I need to roll? Uh, strength. You're not going to win. Oh, God. Okay. Unless I roll a natural 20, right? 
Well, he rolled a natural 20, so you're going to be doing a roll. Oh. The board. Uh, I rolled a two, so no. <laughs> so you try to fight and break out of it, and he just, like, keeps holding on. He, like, you, like, try to squirm a little bit, and he just, like, creaks a little bit, and, you're, and you, like, for a second freeze, because you're afraid he's going to, like, break your neck and kill you. Um, and I haven't taken any damage at this point, right? I've just grappled. You have not taken any damage, no. Correct. Okay, okay. Hold on. I missed something up. Um, Paymar, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try and hit him with my axe. Um, okay, so here's the thing. This is how it works. How I'm going to make it work. I don't know if this is how it actually works, but this will be fine. So <laughs> you're, you're with your disadvantage, right? Mm-hmm. If you miss with your axe, you're going to hit Noctis. I think I still go for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's in character. You swing, it is in character. You swing your axe at him. I'm going to die. Oh, God. Uh, I'm rolling on disadvantage, right? Correct. You have to roll two and take the lower one. Oh, you're kidding me. I had a three and a 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. So you miss, so roll your damage. <sighs> At least you didn't 13. Rage. Okay, I'm still alive. Okay, 13. Uh, so you like miss and you just like cut into like uh, Noctis and just like rip a chunk out of him. He's just like, oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. Um, so that's the end of this initiative order. So now we're going to fold uh, the other people. They're going to become a part of this one. Um, so bad guys at the top. Uh, he's literally BG in my initiative order in my notebook um, for bad guy. Um, and what he's going to do is he's going to roll an athletics check to get the door open while still holding you. And if he can, then he's going to like gun it. Let's see. Oops. Oh, natural one. So he does not get <laughs> instead I will go ahead and you know what we'll do this this is fair um, you can go ahead and, and roll another strength check to try to bust out me yeah we'll do another like opposed strength check since uh, since you want a natural one I got a 20 not naturally Let's see. I'm gonna try to decide what dice I want to use all right let's try this one uh, I got a 12 Okay, so he, you try to, re- you like realize he like, like fumbled the door and you like try to take advantage of it and like slide away, but he's like really got you in a good um, hook. Oshin, it's your turn. So is, he, is his back to me? So you guys are outside the bar. Um, what, how this is going to work is you're all like a, a turn away. So you can like run in the front door. You couldn't get all the way to him, but if you had some sort of range thing, you could use that. Yeah, I probably I don't have anything personally. Um, Can you throw something? I don't even think I have anything throwing. I just have my great sword. I guess I'll run, but not open the door. I'll wait for them to catch up, and then, so we can we we can like crowd the door, basically surround him. Well, he's going toward the other door at the back, so the door that you guys would be running into is not where he's trying to get out. Oh, okay, then yeah, I'll just run to the door then. You just bust in the door. This giant ass dragon just busts in the door, um, and he like looks up, and uh, we'll just say, uh, yeah, you, I guess you don't have any range shit, so you'll just like throw your weapon and get ready to go. Karen, um, have I ran with him through the door? It's up to you. Um, like, would I be at the door if I ran with him? Since I'm I'm a small one. Oh, uh, is what's your speed? Twenty five. So yeah. You- um, no, you would have to dash. You'd have to use your dash action to get there, uh, which means you wouldn't have an action for, um, what's, what am I saying? I wouldn't have an action for this turn. Yes. Uh, that's fine. I just want to get there. Okay. You just, you dash in the door as well. Does someone want to try to get reach the back door? Um, I mean, I guess I could do that, but I also have like a ranged attack, so I don't know if it would be better for me to like, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you can bust in and, and pop one off real quick, this. All right, knocked. Uh, it's your turn. My turn. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. going to try and break it. I can't use acrobatics for this. I have to use, I can't do like a. Uh, well, what do you want to try to do? Uh, can I try and like do like a leg sweep? Like he's got, he's got me from behind, right? Correct. So can I try and like sweep his leg from like. Oh, you, you have to sing. You have to sing. Solarplex, instep, nose, groin. Sing. <laughs> can I try and trip him? Sure. Would I use acrobatics for that? Is that still strength? Uh, you can use acrobatics. Okay. Oh, that's much better. Oh, thank you, Lordy Jesus. That is a 24. Okay, so you... You couldn't get away from him the last time, but this time you like pause for a second instead of just like constantly fighting him, which is what you were doing. Um, and you just like take a second and breathe. And then all of a sudden in a flash, you like grab, you like reach up and grab it, like bust through his arm and then just turn and swipe, swing your leg underneath his legs and just like, like he just like goes flying backwards away from you guys. You just like basically kick him off of you and like, Take your let his legs out from underneath him, and he just goes like flying back up against the wall. We can't messed up now, son. We can't we can't see who this person is. Um, you can see him. He's just like a regular human with like black hair, um, and uh, in like a darker colored robes, like a dark brown robe, and like maybe some like uh, leather armor underneath the robe. Uh, do I have any, do I have anything else that I can do or is that the end of my turn? Well, you can move. Uh, I'm going to move towards Paramar then. Okay. You take a couple steps away from him. Uh, Winmay, it's your turn. Okay. So I guess I'll run up, um, to the front and then I should be able to like fire off a shot with my longbow, right? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I got a 17. I believe that is a, yeah, it's a hit. Woohoo. Okay. Um, let's see. All right, guys. So unfortunately, the audio cut off right before we ended the episode. All you need to know for next week is that uh, the man who ended up trying to kidnap Noctis did not succeed, uh, is not dead. Uh, but Paramar decided to use his drunken body to tackle him outside of the tavern where we found at least six or seven more bandits. All right. Figure out what happens next on the next episode of Never Been Questing. <laughs>